One, two, three. Welcome to the Smartest Amazon Seller Podcast. This is your host, Scott Needham. Let's talk Amazon and some of the things that you're going to want to know. It's Q4. We're well underway. It's November. And do you know what that means? Well, of course, it means higher revenue, but it also means a lot of fees from Amazon. And I literally, like, this was a Halloween night. I woke up at 3.30 after that. And you know what? I was just scared straight on the fees that Amazon FBA charges. And I actually, I wrote together a guide. And I've shared this on social media. So if you've already heard about it, I'm just going to, I'm going to go over it, talk about the things that you need to consider, things that I learned in my business while we were paying tens of thousands of dollars in fees. And yeah, there's definitely a lot of mindset. You think it's just numbers, but like you kind of have to have the right mindset so that you make smarter choices and that you're more proactive here because I have a very strong opinion. Stale inventory is actively working against your business. I think you need to consider it. And there's lots of forces against your business, you know, time, all the different bills you have to pay, your competition, whatever. Aged inventory is another one of those. So sometimes people call it stale inventory. Sometimes they call it aged inventory. That's inventory that's been in Amazon for, let's just say more than a hundred days. That's where you really want to be proactive at this. So I'm going to just go over a few of the different fees. There's a few new ones that haven't been, even been around for more than a year. And this is very timely because Q4, you pay the most fees and Q4, you have the most ability to fix this. So you should see it as both ends. This is why you should probably worry, you know, if there's a time to work extra hours, it's October, November to set things up. Okay, you have the monthly storage fee. This is a standard fee that everyone pays. And through January through September, you pay 87 cents per cubic foot that you're using in, in FBA. In Q4, for three months, you pay about three times that much, $2.4 per cubic foot. Yeah, you're just paying more just to use FBA. I think you should understand that I'm going to be repeating myself a lot, but really that whatever you do, you should be selling the inventory. That is the absolute number one thing you need to be doing with your aged inventories. Find a way to sell it. We have long-term storage fees. What used to be 365 days is now 180 days. Every month your inventory age, it gets worse. So remember, like long-term storage fees used to be just stuff that was over a year. And yeah, this does happen if you have a large catalog. But now it's 180 days. And that means your inventory is not going to see the same season twice. It's very challenging for seasonal items. Sometimes it was nice to be like, well, when we got it in December, we can make it to next December. It is small at the beginning, 180 to 240 days. You know, you're, you're paying every month 50 cents to a dollar per cubic foot. But it goes up. It goes as high as $6.90 per cubic foot per month. That per month is kind of key. And it means you just, you can't sit on this. Trust me, a lot of you probably do have some of the stuff that's just sitting there month after month. Okay, now a new thing that is really relevant to this, removal and disposal fees, they start at a dollar. This eats into any off Amazon liquidations a fair amount. You know, if you have a, a two pound product, it's gonna take you $3 to remove it. This used to be something that Amazon was just so great at. 
that the removal fees used to be like 50 cents. So if you made a mistake, it didn't cost you that much. They would ship it to you for 50 cents. That was crazy. But now uh, I think they got to reality that they needed to charge more, that this was costing them more. And my biggest joke is I, um, I would remove products and send them to my friend's house as like, a, I don't know, kind of a gag gift. I did this all the time. And some friends still remind me to this day, like, hey, remember when you sent me that? Well, once I sent, I kid you not, a horse's trough. This was probably, you know, it was like a tub. Five feet, it was probably like three feet deep and maybe about six feet wide. They had a full truck drive it to my friend's house and they needed him to get a signature. They wouldn't just drop it off. Man, the headache that I cost, it was probably $500 to $1,000. I need to share the story more. It's so good. It probably cost about $1,000 of labor because the guy came back two or three times and it was just like a full truck and it cost me 50 cents. So there was something that needed to get fixed with Amazon. Okay, moving on. Storage utilization surcharge. If you're unlucky to have really stale inventory, even if your inventory is less than six months old, they can hit you with a new fee. It's the storage utilization. That's basically, uh, there's a number in your account that like, what is the average sell through of what you have? And if it's above 26 weeks, they're going to hit you with 87 cents per cubic feet. I don't think this is going to hit a ton of people, but it's just to be aware of. Then the final cost, there's a cost of capital and the opportunity cost. Suppose you're a regular business, money costs money. That inventory that isn't selling is costing you money somewhere in your business. So, okay, another reason, get that money back home, get that inventory sold. So what are the cost effective ways? to sell aging inventory. There's actual liquidation options. You know, Amazon has a liquidator. There's some good liquidators off Amazon. And it's very interesting what you can do there, but they're all kind of just not what you want. The single best way for you to get all the value possible is to sell the inventory. It is five to 10 times better to sell it than to dispose of it or remove it to a liquidator. So keep that back in your mind when you want to sell this inventory because everything else hurts a lot more. So start discounting. Honestly, like this is a great reason to get very aggressive with your pricing. So I'm going to talk about a few different ways that what we, you can do to sell. These are tried and true effective ways. There's a few others, but I think these are going to get you more bang for your buck than anything else. So we put minimum value coupons. I've talked about this on the podcast, but we, you could do it across hundreds of SKUs now. It's very easy with simple uploads. The minimum value is 5%. You have to have a coupon of at least 5%. And this was so great. I created so many coupons. I broke Seller Central. They finally fixed it a year and a half later. But I love coupons for two reasons. They increase conversion percent and they increase click-through rate. And only some people remember to check the coupon box. Close to 50% of the people don't use the coupon. So it doesn't really hit the bottom line as much as you think. I think coupons are the unsung hero. Don't just discount your product. You probably should just throw a coupon. If you're at $30 and you're thinking about discounting $5, just do a $5 coupon. Way better. There's a perceived value to the customer. Then there's prime exclusive discounts. These are very effective during holiday shopping events. You can combine it with a coupon on prime days and the holiday shopping days like what we're about to get. They get a very special badge that is only available during that time and people can browse just deals. 
you will get a lot of extra traffic just for that badge at that time. So pretty cool. That's one way to get things done. Now let's talk about if you have absolutely no traffic. Sometimes things don't sell because there's just no traffic. So let's talk about your options. There's two options of low ACoS advertising. Low ACoS means average cost of your sale and what you're spending is pretty low. So I like to do a campaign out there where you can do auto bids and you can do anywhere from two to 20 cents. And what this means is you're getting cheap and inexpensive clicks. They may not be great clicks, but you're gonna get really good ACoS. You're gonna be spending five to 10% tops to get that sale. So definitely worth it. Then the other is just branded traffic. If this is a branded product, only advertise on branded traffic for this stale stuff. This works for wholesale and private label. If you have any branded traffic and it's private label, like get rid of your dogs this way. People that are loyal to you, they can get, they could find great deals because you probably priced it low and they'll still be happy if that's what they're looking for. So those are some uh, options there. Now, you kinda wanna spend some time managing this. I would spend 30 minutes a week. This is how I, I would do it. I'd go to my calendar and do a recurring 30 minute a week event to go over this. And guess what? I spent hundreds of hours building software just to manage our inventory. This is a tool we call internally we called Fire Sale. And it was designed to help you make good choices with all of that, but something happened. Amazon built a very similar tool inside the Seller Central, and I love, there's a few things that like, you know, we spent hours and hours and hours figuring out what moves the needle, and they nailed it. They got those columns there. You can see exactly how old your inventory is, what the surcharge is, what your break-even price should be, they show you your fees, what you've sold in the last seven days, last 30 days. Like, they nailed it. I really like what they do with the tool. It's allowed me not to have to maintain another tool. So I think you should be able to get a lot of value out of this podcast. This episode really brings it. If you want to read this, you can email me, scott at smartscout.com. I'll send you the article that I wrote. Hopefully I put it in the show notes, no guarantees. Or you could just Google Smart Scout how to sell through Amazon aged and stale inventory. That will get you there. Do those things and you can read more about it. I've got some great pictures, you know, just the usual good blog stuff. Okay, so that's all I've got for you. And thanks for listening to the podcast. And I will catch you next week. That's the pod. One, two, three. (laughs) 